0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm curious how Premier Moe's fellow premier, one province to the west, views the situation and the timing of the vaccine initiative, and what concerns does he have about food security for Albertans and, indeed, all of Canada. We're joined on The Roy Green Show by Alberta Premier Jason Kenney. Premier, thank you very much. For taking the time, what about this? Uh, let's start with the timing of this of this mandate. What are your thoughts?
1: Well, first, it's important word to say we encourage everybody to get vaccinated. It, it does uh, incredibly effective at preventing severe outcomes and hospitalizations. Uh, and I do think there is a place for vaccine uh, employer mandates in certain circumstances. Obviously, for example, in the healthcare system, we've done that with a rapid test option. But um, you know, you have to apply these policies with a heavy dose of common sense. And Ottawa is just not doing that now Uh, because we are facing a global and continental uh, supply chain crisis and crunch, which is partly uh, leading to uh, the biggest inflation in 40 years. On top of that, uh, we import uh, enormous amounts of the food stuff that we use. The the stocks are grocery shelves uh, through trucks. uh, Thank God for the truckers. If it weren't for the truckers that kept working day and night over the past two years, uh, we never would have got through this crisis. and so um, what this is doing is is making a bad situation much worse uh, by restrict by this quarantine rule um, for unvaccinated truckers. But, you know let's talk Turkey here. We've got several million Canadians walking around with active omicron COVID infections right now. As we come down the Omicron curve, several million more Canadians will get infected. Having um, a few thousand unvaccinated truckers delivering critical goods to Canada, especially after they've tested negative, is not going to make any measurable difference in viral spread. So there's no compelling reason to do this. It's just making the bad situation worse, forcing up grocery prices even more, leaving uh, shelves bare. It makes no sense.
0: Well, and we allow the truckers to drive inside Canada. That's okay. It's just crossing the border for some reason is not okay. And I say for some reason, Premier, because in the earliest days of the pandemic, and for the first year, really, when there was no vaccine available, the truckers were heroes to us because they, yeah. they, they, they took the risk. And I've been saying for the last several days that it's the trucker is one person, but it's the 30, 40, 50,000 pounds of product that they have in the trailer behind them that needs to come to Canada. And at uh, this, this juncture, we're talking groceries. That really is what is critically important. The American Trucking Association mm-hmm. estimating that the mandate, the U.S. mandate, would remove 50% of the 28,000 U.S. truckers wow. who've been driving across the border. That's the American mm-hmm. Trucking Association.
1: That's nuts. And look, this is a bilateral problem, right? It's not just Canada's policy. Well, it's it U.S. So People say, well, what, why shouldn't we do what they... Well, listen, uh, why should we shoot ourselves in the foot if the Americans are? Why don't we lobby that for some common sense as well? Uh, this is going to hurt both economies on both sides of the border. And, uh, you, you know, if, let's be clear, the, the vast majority of truckers are vaccinated already, uh, at least in Canada, that's our understanding. And, um, but but this is... Look, Omicron is, through the entire population, as it is, Um If we were talking about trying to stop some crazy new variant from the U.S. from entering Canada, which I don't think would be possible, maybe I would understand this policy, but that's not the case here. Have you had
0: had conversations with Mr. Trudeau about this?
1: Yes, I've raised it twice on our premier's calls with him, uh, asking him to to, to not enforce this. They have provided several months of an exemption from this, right? Why not just continue? By the way, uh, we're now at the back end of the Omicron wave in Canada, so why would they be bringing it in now? It makes There's absolutely no sense. It looks bloody-minded to me, and uh, insensitively, uh, like the biggest concern Canadians have right now is being able to afford their groceries. It's the cost of living, it's inflation. And this is just making that situation much worse.
0: And we have uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry in British Columbia saying Omicron is causing British Columbia to manage COVID like the common cold. She's not saying that it's endemic and we should ignore the pandemic and we shouldn't be vaccinated. She's not saying that at all. But she's saying British Columbia is starting to manage COVID like the common cold. So uh, the, 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 the common denominator concern, Premier, from people I've spoken with on this program, including Perrin Beattie yesterday, the president and CEO of the Canadian Chamber of Commerce, is the timing. It's the middle of winter, yeah. and we import finished food products from the United States, whereas we export raw ingredients. Um, we, need, we need what we need. We need the supply chain to be working, and truckers need to be crossing the border. So,
1: I mean... I'll tell you this, from the very first week of the pandemic, in, early, in mid-March of 2020, um, one of our immediate concerns was supply chains, particularly truckers, being able to bring groceries up here. And uh, we were tracking that every day because we're about three days of running out of food in this country if the trucking system stops. We already have a, a, a very significant continental shortage in truckers, long-haul truckers. And you, you add this on top of that, and it's, it's going to really create serious problems for people. So, uh, again, I just say apply some common sense uh, to this. And, uh, unfortunately, that does not seem to be in great supply in Ottawa right now.
0: So you have, and your fellow premiers have in the past, I can
1: just look back a few years,
0: you have, as a group, challenged the prime minister. Maybe not all of you, but five or six of you did. Wrote a letter about pipelines and such and tankers is there the will among premiers to challenge the prime minister or alert him to the fact that hey you need to take another look at this would it be helpful if you did that and you did it as a group publicly because i yeah, think I, you might have a lot of support
1: i've actually approached some of my colleagues about that and there are several premiers who agree with this and i, I know of of uh, two others who have expressed these views verbally uh, to the pm uh and, and so yeah and we're, we're going to be pursuing exactly that this week um, and I know that that uh, it's not easy to do a policy reversal. so but you got to do the right thing, and uh, this is serving no useful purpose. It's uh, so so we would just we'll do every, whatever we can mm-hmm. in the days to come to try to get Ottawa to reconsider this reverse this policy. Unfortunately, again, comes back on the americans now who have imposed a similar policy uh but just because they've done something done doesn't mean we should shoot ourselves in the foot and we should be lobbying washington to apply common sense here as well
0: if you want to hear more subscribe to the roy green show on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify stitcher or wherever you find your favorites and if you like what you hear leave us a review and tell a friend i'm roy green have a great weekend